At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the sports betting network. Welcome in. It is the Pro Football Blitz right here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. I'm Brady Cannon, live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And my partner, former Super Contest winner as well, Mr. James Salinas, along via Denver, Colorado, as we get ready to spend the next three hours diving into the Week 15 NFL card. James, great to be back with you once again. We have reached the final four weeks of the NFL regular season, getting down to crunch time as far as playoffs, handicapping contests, playoff positioning, survivor contests, of course. And I tell you, 2020 was a crazy year with the rescheduling of games and all this stuff. But, boy, we've had quite a week here in the NFL. I mean, do you recall – now, last year, it's hard to remember anything, but do you recall a- as much variance and COVID news and-, and rescheduling and shuffling all in one week, what we've had this Not week compared week. to last year? Not in one week, Brady. I mean, think about where we're at with so many teams and, and the level of players that it's impacted. When we're talking a, a couple teams out there, Washington in particular for one, and the Rams another one. Now, I did see that there were a few people activated back from the COVID list for the L.A. Rams. But, yeah, when you're talking teams in the 20 you're, you're talking half the roster now on those COVID lists it just makes it so hard we started we start trying to look and handicap and forecast what we're going to be looking at and who's going to how these games are shaping out but it makes it really difficult as a handicapper I think this week of all weeks and I know there's not not every single team's impacted we've already seen three games have to be moved and rescheduled for a later date coming up whether it be Monday and or Tuesday but I think trying to look at these games and pinpoint where you're going to go as far as if you're going to want to get involved and play some of these games, especially with the 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 laundry list when it comes to COVID protocol with so many players right now, I think it's it's yes, definitely got to see come come 90 minutes prior to whenever those games are scheduled and actually going to kick off who's active and then probably more so I think for me Brady it's going to be this week of all weeks and I usually do a lot of in-game betting as it is I think this week of all weeks it's going to be a majority of my plays whatever I'm going to be doing is going to be live bets yeah not a bad strategy it's been a tough week for betters been a tough week for bookmakers been a tough week for fans the NFL uh, COVID wreaking havoc once again. Uh, week 15 kicked off in Los Angeles with the 9-4 and four Kansas City Chiefs visiting the 8-5 and five Los Angeles Chargers. And the Chiefs, uh, Chiefs came in riding a six-game winning streak. The Los Angeles Chargers had won two straight. And KC, of course, was looking to avenge a loss to the Chargers back in week three. 
I made this line one and a half in favor of the road team Chiefs. It closed at three in favor of Kansas City with a total of 54. And I tell you, what a ball game, James. We kick off the week with a game that goes to overtime, tied at 28 apiece in the end of regulation. The Chiefs win the coin toss, and then the next thing you know, Mahomes to Travis Kelsey, and they walk it off 34-28. to The Chiefs win and cover, and the game goes over the total. This was a barn burner, and I tell you, it was another one of those overtime games. Tough if you're on the underdog, and especially tough if you had the Chargers plus three and a hook. Yeah, and for me, I didn't get involved with this game. I, I could make a case, and I did make a case for either side in this matchup, and usually when I do that, I'll typically stay away or try to find somewhere to get involved in-game, and ultimately, I didn't get involved at all because of the just the back-and-forth nature of how the game was going. Ultimately, going into the game, we knew there were some COVID issues and some injuries to some key players. Chris Jones not in the middle of that defensive line for Kansas City. I think that was impactful for that defense, not nearly be, being able to play as well as what they had been really the last seven or eight weeks prior to this game. And then on the other side, we knew there were some injuries with uh, Slater was out at the left tackle position due to COVID and then Derwin James. And I think that was a key injury. He, he fought through it. He got out there on the field with that hamstring injury. He did not play last Sunday against the New York Giants, but then he went out of that game. And I think once he went out of that game, he's such an impactful player for, for the different sch- schematics that they like to run there with the Chargers that once he went out of that game, I think we really started to see that's when Mahomes was really able to take off and nobody could catch. I mean, you couldn't even catch up to Travis Kelsey out there. So you, it, it's really glaring when you see certain players, and I know the whole man, next man up, all those mentalities, but ultimately you're talking about Pro Bowl quality players, even all pro quality players and it's just too hard to replace in game when somebody goes out like that so I think again something to think about when you're watching in game the impact of certain players when they are taken out of a game due to an injury in particular that case there with Derwin James I think it was really impactful in that Chargers game and really hurt them in that second half and that's when Mahomes was really able to exploit that secondary yeah I thought it was absolutely huge that Derwin James had to leave that game the Chargers were playing really well the entire game really but I think at the end uh, he was, of course, no longer in the lineup, and I think their defense really got gassed, and uh, Mahomes was really just... And, you know, if, if the Chargers win the coin flip and they get the ball first, they might have gone down and won the game, yep. too. I mean, it, it was kind of that way. Uh, in our football panel, our best bets panel and point spread weekly, I took the Chargers plus three and a half, and I was going to bet it, but I could never get the hook. The hook never came back, and I'm I'm glad that didn't happen. I did uh, end up teasing the Chargers up to nine, so that one gets home, but it looks like Kansas City may have finally found their stride and you mentioned it with Chris Jones being out to clog up the middle. They are still showing that they're susceptible against the run, but I think the way both of these teams looked on Thursday night, James, uh, it looks like they can make some noise in the postseason. The Chargers They have improved on that rushing defense. Of course, they were worst in the NFL for a long time. The last three games, they're averaging just giving up 105 yards on the ground. I think both of these teams look pretty good on Thursday night. Yeah, they're going to be, as far as Kansas City goes, we, we've seen their defense get better and better since they've made a couple switches. They moved, they moved, they did move Chris Jones back inside. I think early on, we talked about this too before, Brady, with, with Coach Spags, their defensive coordinator with Kansas City. They'll try a few things early in the season. He's not afraid to, to tinker with the lineup to try some different combinations, whether it's different packages out there with certain players and or, in this case, with Jones being on an outside technique rather than more of a defensive tackle, which he's been, moving him back inside I think was helpful. And then the switch at safety with Thornhill coming as the the starting safety and moving Sorensen out of there has really improved that defense. And I love how they tackle in space. Uh, very physical defense now that they've made those moves. And I think that's where they're finding out who they are throughout the season. And, yeah, without Chris Jones in there, it was really impactful for that Kansas City defense this past game against the Chargers. But they are doing what they need to do. They're learning and finding out where they want to position certain players and I think on the other side for the Chargers just continues to be you know they're going to go through these growing pains with the new coach getting accustomed to his players and then you know with Brandon Staley taking a shot whether it's on fourth down or going for two and rolling the dice like good I I think there was a lot of talk about should you do that should he be doing these certain things going for fourth going on fourth down or going for two point conversions in certain areas is he chasing points but more so I think what's lost in all of that is the the lack of execution because each one he came up short 
short each time. So whether you're going to go for it, you got to come up and your players got to be able to execute. So credit to Kansas City's defense, I think, being able to get off the field in those crucial fourth down plays. Yeah, there was a number of opportunities to score touchdowns. Everybody uh, getting piling on and saying you shouldn't have done it. He had a number of drop balls in those scenarios. All right, let's jump into the Sunday card, official Nevada rotation order, game number 303-304. Now this has actually been moved to a Tuesday start, the Washington football team visiting the Philadelphia Eagles, and and can we call them a football team, a full football team anyway? Maybe now, by the time this game rolls around on Tuesday, we can. We'll see what happens. This will be a 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern start in Philadelphia on Tuesday. Over 21 players were going to be out for the Washington football team due to injury, illness, COVID, what have you. And we've seen the line jump around all week. I made the number three and a half in favor of the Philadelphia Eagles. It opened up at four or four and a half. And then we had the first wave of COVID news come out and it jumped to seven. And then on Thursday, it went to as high as 10. And on Friday, it was as high as 12. Now, my deeper number crunches come to Philadelphia by seven and a half and Philadelphia by seven. But of course, that does not account for all the players that may or may not be available in this contest. Currently, the readjusted line here with the rescheduling on Tuesday, James, you have the Eagles laying six and a half with a total of 42. Have you done anything with this game yet? No, and I'm not going to until we know for certain who's actually going to be out there, in particular at the quarterback position for Washington. I think there was a few, uh, a couple of the defensive linemen for the Washington football team were activated off the COVID list on Saturday. But yeah, as far as the quarterback position is concerned, where are we going to go with Washington? That remains to be seen. So for me, I'm not going to get involved with that until we find out more about the Washington football team's availability of their roster. But the other side for Philadelphia, this is a really big, I think Philadelphia is in a really good position, not so much to win the, the NFC East. I think they're too far back. That was a huge win by Dallas last week to really advance themselves winning at Washington and advance themselves with a, a, a deeper lead within the division with only four games to play. But I think as far as being able to get into the playoffs, Philadelphia's got a very favorable schedule right now. They get to host a depleted Washington team potentially, whatever that's going to look like for that roster when they show up. Uh, and I know it's going to be a short week going into next week, but Philadelphia doesn't have to travel. They get to play at home. They'll be hosting the Giants, who are another team, not so much. They do have some COVID issues, but a lot of injuries to the New York Giants. Then they'll travel to Washington, and then the final game of the season, they'll be hosting the Dallas Cowboys, and at that point, Dallas may be looking to rest some players. They'll probably already have the division wrapped up and won the NFC East. They're not going to be the number one seed within the, the conference, so they may be sitting some players. I think it's a very advantageous schedule right now for the Philadelphia Eagles to get in the playoffs, but it starts with the win at against Washington uh, this coming week, and I think they get it done. I looked at teasing the Eagles uh, down from seven, and uh, before I got there, the line had jumped. I did end up teasing them down to three, and I still think this team has a real good chance to win this game by a field goal. But Washington head coach Ron Rivera, 22-10 and 10 straight up, 18-13-1 against the spread over the last four games of the season, including 10-7 and seven straight up, and 13-4 and four against the spread as an underdog or a pick em. Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen, 3-7 and seven straight up and 2-7-1 and one against the spread versus head coaches that were former defensive coordinators. The difference here with these numbers, they really don't reflect when maybe half the roster is not available. We will see. That one coming up on Tuesday. I'm with you. I did not get involved. I mentioned I made that teaser play, but I, I, I like my position at this point, but I'm not going to get involved any further until I know more. We'll come back with more of the program here in just a minute. We'll be right back on VSIN. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. 
You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Sign up for a PlayCard debit MasterCard and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs do apply. Card issued by Metabank N.A. Member FDIC. This game on the original Nevada rotation, 305-306, the Las Vegas Raiders visiting the Cleveland Browns. And I think, James, the Cleveland Browns had worse COVID issues than the Washington football team as far as players available or not. This game, of course, has been moved to Monday. Baker Mayfield was going to be out. And then, of course, his backup, Case Keenum, was expected to be out. Nick Mullins was expected to be the starting quarterback for the Browns at this game was to be played on Saturday, still may be the starter in this game for Monday night. I originally made this line three and a half in favor of the Browns, and it opened up Cleveland by six. Uh, Then everything went bonkers. The Raiders actually ended up as high as a five and a half point favorite in this game before it was rescheduled. As it starts now, again, a Monday uh, Monday start, two o'clock Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. The home team Browns now a three-point favorite, James, with a total of 41. Thinking about this list, I think right now I'm currently looking at this list. There are 21 players for the Cleveland Browns on the reserve COVID-19 list. So it doesn't mean that they're not going to, they won't all be, they, they won't all be on that list come game time. But yeah, it just makes it difficult to, to try to look forward and see where we go with this. So let's think about it from the standpoint of, I don't know, is it such a bad thing that Baker Mayfield is not going to play quarterback, especially if it's Case Keenum? Now, we, we don't know what that's like, and we're just we're looking, we're looking, spe- we're speculating here, and I don't want to bet on speculation, especially when it comes to availability through COVID. Sometimes you can look at injury reports and practice reports, and you can kind of gauge where you think a certain player might be just based on the practice reports, and you can do some digging from some of the beat writers to say what he did basically on, on the practice field to give you some insight as to whether you can project certain players are going to be out there on the field. In this case, we can't when it comes to the the COVID and the illness going through that locker room for the Cleveland Browns. But I think for the Raiders on the other side, you know, they can talk about that they're upset with the fact that they they were ready to play and they were getting out there and they were going to be playing, basically playing on Saturday afternoon as we speak. But there's some key injuries for the Raiders here. And I think if anything, they should be upset about their performance last week against the Kansas city chiefs, where it was just a really lifeless performance, no physicality whatsoever. And I think it was because of some of the key injuries in particular to their leading tackler, their linebacker, Denzel Perryman was not 
on the field last week against Kansas City. He is out for this game as well against the Cleveland Browns. And that's where it comes down to we know what Cleveland wants to do, and they're probably going to have to do it based on the quarterback situation running the football. Now, we know Chubb is available to be able. He's not on this list when it comes to uh, to COVID-19. So I think we're going to see a, law, a, a lot of running out of the Cleveland Browns, regardless of who the quarterback is. And without Denzel Perryman out there in the middle of that defense to, to make stops and wrap up tackles, I mean, he leads this team by far when it comes to tackling. 133 tackles in 12 games, Brady. That's a lot of action that – Perryman is responsible for making plays. I think it would be a really long day for the Raiders' rush defense, regardless of who's at the quarterback position for the Browns. Yeah, the Raiders have a tendency to really put up poor performances post-Kansas City games. Of course, that's a huge rivalry for them. They're also 1-5 straight up and against the spread since their bye week. They have 13 turnovers in their last eight games. A Browns win here, coupled with a Ravens loss to the Packers, would put Cleveland into a tie for first place in the AFC North division with the Baltimore Ravens at 8-6, and six, James. I think uh, this is a pretty interesting game here. Uh, I kind of like the Cleveland side. I even kind of liked it when it flipped so much, but of course we have to wait and see how many players are truly available for this game. You and I have talked about it on this program before. I, I think with everything the Las Vegas Raiders have been through this season, it's finally catching up to them, and this team is really just kind of a mess internally, and that showed up certainly the past couple games. They got a win on Thanksgiving over the Dallas Cowboys, but um, they just have not looked good at all and were absolutely steamrolled by the Kansas City Chiefs in their last outing. The 5-8 and eight Carolina Panthers will be visiting the 7-6 and six Buffalo Bills. Bills are off that brutal loss in overtime to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They've lost four of their last six games and are uh, a question mark now just to get into the postseason. They're currently the seventh and final seed in the AFC. Now, Carolina, no uh, great shakes either. They have lost four of their last five, but they have not yet been eliminated from the postseason. They are currently the 12 seed. Uh, speaking of 12, I made the Bills a 12.5-point favorite in this game, James. My deeper numbers come to 11.5 in favor of the Bills and Bills by 7. They opened up as 10.5-point favorites, and it's kind of ticked up in the Bills' favor all week long, and I think that has to do with the news coming out about Josh Allen and his injured foot. It seems like he's improving day by day and probably should be good to go in this game. Right now we're at Bills all the way up to minus 13, 44 is your total. Are you getting involved in this one? Not on the side. I think I may get involved with the total and look to play the under. You mentioned Josh Allen. He's not listed on the injury report or the practice report. No injury listed for him. He had a full practice. He was limited on Wednesday and Thursday, but he did have a full practice on Friday. So suspect once you're off the injury report, he's going to be back. Now, is he fully healthy? Guess that'll we'll have to see that because we know what he needs those legs. That's a big part of what he does, not only with the arm strength that he has, but also being able to extend plays and scramble for yardage as well as being able to to move outside the pocket and, and be able to push the ball down the field. But I think here, both of these teams have very good secondaries. They're both very good against the pass. And it's going to be, it's not going to be nearly as windy in Buffalo the way that it was a couple weeks back against the New England Patriots on that Monday night football contest. But it is going to be somewhat windy when we're talking about it's going to drop the wind chill factor down in Buffalo. Hey, it's December. We know what it's like up there in Buffalo this time of year. It's windy and it's cold. And it's the the um, the wind chill factor will be in effect in somewhere in the mid teens, so not going to be conducive for especially for a Carolina Panthers team trying to throw the ball and find themselves offensively. This is just a wreck of a team. They started off three and zero to begin the season, although they had a couple of favorable schedules when you're thinking about the Jets and the Texans that they got to play early. But since then, they've lost eight of ten. The quarterback position is just a complete wreck for this team. They've only had one game over 200 yards passing in the last seven, and they've thrown 17 interceptions collectively at that position, whether it's Darnold or it's Cam Newton, P.J. Walker, whoever it is back there, nobody is making plays. Now you're going to face a really, I'm sure it's a desperate effort out of the Buffalo Bills considering the last two games, how they've lost. It was a great effort in that second half against Tampa Bay. Uh, this is an opportunity for them to rewrite, get themselves right, at least on the defensive side, and I think that they will. So with this total sitting at 44 and a half as some of the, the numbers 
numbers that I'm seeing here. I think both teams will do very well defensively in the secondary. I don't see a lot of I don't see any plays coming for the Panthers out of the passing game and and the Bills could potentially run away with this. That's why that number is sitting where it is, but I don't think I want to lay that many points with the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen depending on what his foot looks like, but as far as the total is concerned, I'm just not sure where the points are going to come from and in particular on the Panthers side sitting at 44 and a half. I'm looking at the under. Yeah, I think you make uh you know, you allude to these points, James. Uh, you talk about the lack of a running game for the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. You know, he uh, better be healthy because he is a big part of that running game for the Buffalo Bills. If he does have a little bit of a bum wheel, which you expect, I, I mean, you expect he's not fully 100%. Uh, and Buffalo, a lot of times they don't even try to run the ball. So you figure they're going to be passing the ball uh, as they typically do. And they're going to be passing into the number one passing defense in the NFL. I kind of lean with the uh, Carolina Panthers here now that this is up to 13. Now, in local contest play in the Circa Millions and the Westgate, it's at 10 and a half. I did not... Uh, bite on that as far as the Carolina Panthers, but with all the uh, all the way up to 13 now, uh, I, I wonder what kind of rushing attack Buffalo will have at all if Josh Allen is indeed hobbled. Uh, the last three seasons, Buffalo has made mincemeat of losing teams, though teams with records of 500 or less. Uh, they're 20 and five straight up against those teams, 16, eight and one against the spread, including six and two straight up and against the number this year. What do you think about that, James, with this number getting inflated? And I think that's part of what we saw last week. With all of those big favorites coming home, you got to figure the book inflated some of these lines a little bit for protection. Absolutely, and think about the Bills here. Yeah, they need to get they got to get back in the win column this week, in which they should cover that big number. I'm not going to get involved with that. But Josh Allen, that with his foot situation, is that something that he can reaggravate? Because you got to think about the Bills struggling to forget about the A of trying to win the AFC East at this point. They've got to just try to get a win to put themselves back into playoff contention in the in the conference, and they have a huge showdown next week at. New England. So what happens with Josh Allen? Do they get a little conservative offensively here, just knowing hey, we don't want to do a lot of design runs with Josh Allen in this game because yes, we got to win this game going forward but we have a huge divisional game next week in the rematch against the Patriots. Maybe they got to be a little more conservative offensively when you're thinking about getting Josh Allen utilizing his legs here. So, again, I'm not going to get involved with that big number. I'd probably lean towards the Panthers, but I don't want to bet on their quarterback situation. They're a complete mess, not able to score points. That's why I definitely like the the, the, the under in this game as opposed to the size hitting at 45. Yep, I did tease Carolina up to 17.5 when this was at 11.5. I think, uh, I hope they can stay inside that number. Bills only 3-3 three and three straight up and against the spread as a home favorite this year. 3-5 and five in their last eight games, and in those eight games, Josh Allen has 16 touchdown passes and 11 turnovers. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz, Brady Cannon and James Salinas. We will get back into the Week 15 NFL card here momentarily. When we come back in the next segment, we'll dive into that. And in the top of the next hour, we'll have Derek Stevens and Jeffrey Benson here to go over all the contest plays, the Circa Consensus plays for both Survivor and the Circa Millions. But right now, time to take a break and look at the futures market. Time to play America's favorite game show. Consider it, book it, or drop it. Okay, you know the program here. I will lay out a stat sheet for a particular player, coach, or team. In this case, it'll be a team to win the division. And we'll start with the first team here, James. You try and guess the team. I will reveal the mystery team, and then we'll consider if we, or we will go over considering a bet, booking a bet, or dropping a bet on this team entirely. This team is coming off of a much-needed win on Monday night against the divisional opponent. They're now just one and a half games back of first place in their division with four games left on the schedule. They will be the betting favorite in each of them. Their offense averages over 28 points per game. That ranks fourth in the NFL. Their defense allows 22.5 points per game. That's middle of the pack. This team's odds to win their division currently at plus 450. 
win on Monday night, that would be the Los Angeles Rams of the NFC West, Brady. And thinking about their schedule here, what does that look like? I think player availability, we'll find out what it looks like playing against Seattle. And really, Seattle is, I know mathematically, they still have an opportunity to make the playoffs. But for the most part, they're going to be in the spoiler role. But it's still even, I I think you said that the Rams would be favored in each of their four remaining games. And But they still have some tough games on the road. Even if they are happen to be a favorite, they'll be a short favorite. They have to travel at Minnesota as well as followed by a, uh, another road trip out east to Baltimore and then finish up against the San Francisco 49ers who are going to be fighting for the playoffs. So that, in my that outside of the Seattle game coming up here, that's pretty challenging schedule, I think, for the Rams. And with the the Cardinals still a game ahead in that division, Cardinals have a they, they've got kind of a, a they have a scrimmage on Sunday against the Detroit Lions, <laughs> but but they have a challenging schedule for those couple other games too. And I'm looking at right now the Cardinals schedule where they will host Indianapolis here next weekend, and then they'll play at Dallas. So those are a couple really challenging schedules. I guess we can consider it, but right now I just still have concerns about not only the Rams' availability with some of the COVID issues for for their game coming up against Seattle, but still, yeah, it was a big win for them to be able to get at Arizona in that matchup with the Cardinals, but still, in my mind, it's not a physical football team, and they're going to be playing a couple physical football teams on their schedule, namely Baltimore and San Francisco. I just don't think they run. I don't think the Rams run the table, go 4-0, and and that's basically, I think, what they'll need to have happen to be able to win that division, so I don't think I can even consider it. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think if you're going to consider it, you could say, hey, DeAndre Hopkins going to be out for the rest of the regular season for Arizona. Are they going to stumble a little bit? You don't expect him to this week, but you mentioned a couple of uh, tough games that they have coming up with the Colts and the Cowboys, but you're right. I think the Rams have to run the table, and I really don't think they are going to. I think they have a tough matchup to start with Seattle uh, coming up on, uh, let's see, that, that did they? yeah, they moved that game to Tuesday, so that, that'll start on Tuesday uh, against the Seattle Seahawks, I think the uh, tough end of the schedule starts right there immediately for the Los Angeles Rams, so I think I would probably drop that one as well. All right, team number two coming off of a win against a divisional bottom feeder, a shutout. This team has a very tough test coming up this week. They're two and a half games back of first place. They need a win along with the first place team to lose a couple of games. They do score. They score 28 and a half points per game, which is third in the NFL. Their defense is solid as well, giving up under 28 or under 22 points per game. That's top 10 in the league. This team's odds to win their division, a big number, 14 to one. Oh boy. Oh gosh. I'm, Feeling every in last week, Indianapolis, Indianapolis, indeed. And, you know, I, I, you and I have talked about this bet throughout the season and we never really quite got there. Now, 14 to one's an awful juicy number. And and I think this team is better than their seven and six record, but I just don't know if they've got a real good shot to overcome Tennessee. No, I mean, they, with the, the fact that Tennessee owns the tiebreaker on them, they're still a game ahead in the standings as well as basically they're two games ahead of them and the tiebreaker on it. I just can't see how the, the – yeah, Tennessee's so beat up and banged up when you're talking about the, the star power of the offense and it's all fallen on Tannehill to have to make plays and he's really struggled without, the, without Derrick Henry as, as the compliment to be able to keep that rushing game going. But then looking at the Colts' schedule here, I mean, this is going to be a challenging schedule. We know they have the Patriots on Saturday night. They're going to be at Arizona, followed that those two games right there. I don't think they're going to be able to win both of those. Maybe they split those, but I think they need to win both of those. I think the last two games are very favorable. You're going to have the Vegas Raiders at home and finish up at Jacksonville. But I think they need to sweep. They basically have to run the table, and I just don't think they're going to be able to do that, whether it's stumbling against the Patriots and or losing at Arizona. They're not going to win both of those game so I can't I, I I would drop it all right let's go to team number three here this is an interesting one they were the preseason favorite to win this division by a pretty hefty margin coming off of a tough overtime loss last week they're looking to bounce back as they face an out-of-conference opponent this weekend they are also two and a half games back out of first place in their division they probably need to win out as well their offense scores about 28 points per game their defense is really good only allows 17 and a half points per game that's third best in the league their odds still pretty short to win the division at plus 225 buffalo overtime loss buffalo buffalo bills indeed plus 225 to win the afc east 
And they've got mm. one more game with New England left coming up next week. Yeah, and that's the big one right there. I mean, they're, they're the schedule, I'm looking at the schedule now, They're very it's very favorable. They get to play three of the four games at home. We see Carolina, they're going to be huge. They're huge favorites against Carolina. They'll be just as big a favorite. They're going to close out the season against Atlanta and the Jets, so they're going to be pretty hefty favorites in both of those games too. But it's going to fall back to they need to win at New England next Monday or next week, and then they're also going to have to have New England have have a couple stumbles along the way too and with the way the Patriots have been playing I don't know if that's possible for them to be able to fall that far back and even if they lose even if the Bills win against New England next week I just don't think that they have they're too far back right now I think it's more so the bigger concern is are the Buffalo Bills going to be able to make the playoffs I think with how that schedule shakes out I think that they will but it's going to be as a wild card I can't consider it I drop it I don't think they're going to win the AFC East I would consider this one James because I think that schedule is pretty favorable for the Buffalo Bills but I really kind of think this is more if you're going to get in on this bet the number's a little short at plus 225 but I think it's really more of a bet against New England, right? You know, Buffalo, I think, can take care of their own business, but you're going to need some help. You are going to need some help. And for for the Patriots with the big game against the Indianapolis Colts upcoming and then Jacksonville, they do or if they do have they will host Jacksonville. They do have a, an interesting game to finish up the season at Miami. So and Miami <laughs> has been playing, definitely been playing much better defensively. That could come down. We're talking about week 18. I wonder if that game comes down to the Patriots having to win that football game to clinch the division. It may very well come down to it. If it does, I still favor the Patriots to be able to go down and handle Miami because that offense can't score. Seems like the Patriots lose that Week 17, Week 18 game to the uh, Miami Dolphins every year. They go down there and the humidity gets to them, but we'll see if that's the case this year. This year it'll be same-season revenge for New England, uh, losing the season opener at Foxborough. To Miami. Okay, the final team here, decimated by COVID. This team survived last week without scoring a point, a single point in the second half. They're one game back of first place in the division. They have two key games out of the four left remaining. They'll need to get healthy if they want to make a run here. They score pretty low-scoring team at just 21.4 points per game, 19 in the NFL. They allow just over 22 points per game. That's 14th in the league, so middle of the pack offensively and defensively. Their odds to win the division currently another short price at plus 225. Too short. That's Cleveland Brown. Cleveland you Browns, got it, all the, the Cleveland Browns decimated with the COVID issues going on. And then there's, I don't know who's going to win that division. I guess you could consider it because it feels like the division is such a toss-up considering all the injuries that are happening, continuing to happen to the division leaders in the AFC North of the Baltimore Ravens. But I just think that Browns' schedule is outside of this Vegas Raiders game. This is a really challenging schedule. They have to go at Green Bay on Christmas night, at Pittsburgh, and finish up with the Bengals' brutal schedule. I, don't, I, I guess we can consider it because they're only one game out, but but ultimately, I have no idea who's going to win the AFC North at this point. Yeah, you know, it feels like every team in this division should be plus 225, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> very... So, yeah, to pick your top two and, and hope that one of those comes in and you made yourself a little bit of money. Yep, absolutely. Maybe that's the strategy. Uh, but uh, the Browns don't look like a division-winning team to me. I don't no. know if the Ravens do right now. It'll be interesting to see who comes out of the AFC North. All right, college football. The bowl games have started. The college bowl season is kicked off. And VEASAN has you covered with our all-new bowl betting guide. Get matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. Whether you're betting on every game or just want to find a few key high-value props, the VEASAN College Bowl Betting Guide can help give you an edge. Get your digital copy today for only $19.99. It's all available at vcin.com slash bowl guide. We'll come back, get into the Week 15 NFL card right here on the Pro Football Blitz. Stick with us at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the sports betting network. Save 50% off of a VSIN all access subscription for the rest of the football season with our big game special. Get access to our in depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money's going on every game. Sign up today and you'll also get our daily best bets email, weekly betting guides, 24 7 video. Plus, our all-new College Bowl betting guide covering every bowl game. It's only 39 bucks. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe. That is a heck of a deal. James Salinas and Brady Cannon back with you on the Pro Football Blitz. We dive back into the Week 15 NFL card. This is a part of the Sunday slate, the New York Jets back in division on the road at the Miami Dolphins. Miami is off of a bye and has won five straight games. New York has lost three of its last four, and one of those being a loss to the Miami Dolphins in New York, 24-17. I made this number eight in favor of Miami, James. My stats crunch generated Dolphins by eight and Dolphins by six. It opened up Miami favored by eight and a half. It's currently nine and a half with a total of 41 you doing anything with this one down in South Florida? You know, I was considering not with the side. It's too many points to lay with. It's Miami's offense is just not a team. It's To me, this offensive line for Miami is one of the worst in, in the NFL, and it's not a team that I trust to have to be able to go out and put points on the board to be able to extend and cover a big number like that. But you look at the other side with the New York Jets and just uh, – to be expected, we knew it was a complete makeover, and it's going to take time for that franchise, if possible, to right itself. And it's not happening this year, especially with when rookie Zach Wilson at playing quarterback is getting the start. That's where they've really struggled is when he's been in there. Nine starts on offense so far this season for Zach Wilson. That af- that offense has averaged 12 points per game in those nine starts with Zach Wilson leading the offense. And they're going to be without Corey Davis and Elijah Moore in this matchup. There's the top two wide receivers. I did see that Michael Carter, rookie running back for the Jets, was just activated off of injured reserve. So it's, it's interesting to say, well, some, some a rookie is being activated, and that might help the offense. Well, I don't think they have anywhere else to go but up. So that could be, be beneficial there for the Jets in some respect. He was making some plays as the season progressed before he got hurt a few weeks back. But it was looking at maybe this total sitting, but my concern, I guess, my biggest concern, I think, Brady, is if I want to play this total for a full 60 minutes, and that means that's 60 minutes for Zach Wilson to turn the football over, <laughs> might get some points out of the defense from the Dolphins because the Dolphins have been, that's where they've been able to right themselves is that secondary in particular. During this current five-game win streak for Miami, their defense has allowed just 11 points per game. They've accumulated 19 sacks in those five games to go along with eight interceptions 
interceptions. And we know with Flores, they're going to start the defense on the back end with that secondary. It's a terrific secondary. They've been able to start to create some more pass rush as well, getting to the quarterback with 19 sacks in those five games. And ultimately, I think the defense might create some offense for Miami because they're going to need that to be able to cover that number. And the other piece, too, is it is going to be incredibly humid down in Miami. The, t- the, the, the weather's going to be in the 80s, and the humidity is going to be around 80 Oh, in the high 80s, 88%, 87%. It's going to be really humid. We might see this Jets team in that second half kind of wilt in the heat. So maybe in the first half we could play the under sitting at 21 and a half. I think that might be the only angle I can find if I want to get involved with this game is playing that first half under 21 and a half. Yeah, Miami really has been getting after the quarterback in this recent win streak, and it doesn't bode well for Zach Wilson and the Jets as they are 26th in the league in protecting the quarterback, giving up almost three three sacks per game. Uh, Taking a page out of his former colleague's playbook, Brian uh, Flores, the head coach, Bill Belichick, of course, we know his record against rookie quarterbacks. Brian Flores, 3-1 and straight up and against the spread against rookie quarterbacks this season. And you talked about this, uh, the lack of efficiency for Zach Wilson, James. He's thrown six touchdown passes and 11 interceptions in his starts this season. And in those games in which he has started, of course, he was out with injury for a few games. Uh, The Jets are averaging less than 14.5 points per game. Uh, Here's one for you, though, that's interesting. The Jets went 0-6 straight up in division in 2020. And when that happens, the teams cover the spread in division nearly 60% of the time in the follow-up season. Now, New York, so far, 0-4 straight up and against the spread in division this season. I think they may actually stay inside the number. We talked about how last week was so prolific for the favorites, and maybe the bookmakers have juiced those numbers up a little I mean, should Miami be favored by double digits over anybody? They are 10 in the Super Contest. I could not get there taking the Jets because for all the reasons that you mentioned, James, but I did tease this up to plus 16. I think the Jets have a chance to stay inside that number. And again, the odds show that they should eventually cover a game against a division opponent. I don't really like the situation for Miami where they're on a roll, and then that all has to come to a stop with a bye week. Their best wide receiver, Jalen Waddell, also out of this game. And that's a big that that's a big loss for Miami. This is one of the poorest rushing offenses in the league. When we're talking about the Miami Dolphins, and as far as their ability to put points up offensively, a lot of that comes down to the rookie Jalen Waddle. He is the leading receiver by far. Eighty six receptions so far this season, eight hundred and forty nine yards, four receiving touchdowns. He's the big play threat. Outside of that, it goes to Mike Gesicki at the tight end position. So I think it's going to be with not having not having Jalen Waddle out there for the the big play potential, it's going to really limit Miami's offense again. So trying to cover that big number, it's going to come down to that defense having to create some offense. And, yeah, the more we talk about this, Bray, the more I'm really leaning towards that under in the first half, sitting at 21 and a half. I just don't see New York being able to put many points up up on the board. They haven't been doing it all season with Zach Wilson at the quarterback position. Now you're going to go face one of the toughest defenses in the secondary in Miami on the road. It is going to get hot down there and humid. Good luck, Zach Wilson. I think it's going to be a long day for him, so I don't want to get involved with the side. But I'm going to talk myself into this, Brady, and probably by game time or maybe soon there before, even before we close this show, I'm going to probably look at the Dolphins, uh, that first half total sitting at 21 and a half and play the under. All right. uh, Cash that ticket there. I was able to talk James into a bet before the show ended. (laughs) Uh, The Dallas Cowboys, they increased their lead in the NFC East to three games with a win over Washington in week 14. They continue on the division highway visiting the 4-9 and nine New York Giants who have dropped three of their last four games. I made this number 6.5. I think that was the biggest difference from what the actual opening number was, James, which was 10.5. My deeper crunch of stats produced Cowboys by 8 and Cowboys by 6.5. Currently, we're at 11 with a total of 44.5. And, and you and I have talked about this, James. The offense really is not in sync the way it was for the Dallas Cowboys early in the season, but the defense has really picked it up. They have held their last five opponents to just an average of 19 points per game, and that includes the one outlier performance when they surrendered 36 to the Raiders on Thanksgiving. 
Well, and now that defense is healthy across that front line. You've got Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence, their bookend defensive end rushers, both back and healthy, and they were out for quite a while. Lawrence was out for majority of the season. So I, I think what that did for the Dallas Cowboys is it built some depth on that defensive line because obviously they had to have a number of players have to step up and fill those roles, and namely number one rookie defensive player of the year, in my mind, regardless of whether he's a rookie or not, is Micah Parsons, and they move him all over the field. He has just been such a wrecking havoc against these teams each and every week. Just buried last week at Washington. Really just buried Tyler Haneke. A number of plays really got him rattled and put a good licking on him. So this Dallas defensive front is really formidable and they're only going to get better now that they're finally healthy across, across that line. My only concern with this game now is thinking about the Cowboys. That was such a high level high intensity game last week at Washington and very physical game from that standpoint and now this is going to be the third straight road game for da- for the Dallas Cowboys and their fourth in five weeks on the road. Do they start a little sluggish here? Potentially just feeling like alright, they've already played, they're playing a team that they've already beaten handily earlier this season the Giants are completely decimated on they've got COVID issues, flu issues going on, a number of injuries too and Mike Glennon having to start at quarterback again, this is going to be his third start of the season. They've scored three TDs when he's been starting those last two games and two of them were in garbage time last week when they were down 30 points to the Chargers I just don't know what we're going to see out of this Giants team Bar- Bar- Saquon Barkley's not himself he's limping through that high ankle sprain he is not anywhere close to being fully healthy the wide receiver group's got COVID issues going through that unit so a lot of issues and we might see Jake Fromm get out on the field I don't see why not I don't know I think they've seen enough of Mike Glennon to know that that's not a quarterback they're going to move forward with so I did play a prop here with Mike Glennon going under his passing yardage at 196 and a half I think with that defensive front for the Cowboys, they're going to get after, and it's going to be a rough day for Glennon. I don't know if he survives four quarters being able to stand upright with that pass rush, and you may see Jake Fromm come in just to get a look at him. So I'm going to go under that total as far as his passing yards, 196.5. Yeah, you know, Dak Prescott, he may be able to get that offense kick-started against this Giants defense. They're 24th in the league, averaging less than two sacks per game, so he should have time in the pocket to let it fly there in the Meadowlands and Mike Glennon, you mentioned, just 6-24 and 24 straight up in his career. So maybe we will see Jake from. We will see Derek Stevens and Jeffrey Benson at the top of the hour. Coming back with the Pro Football Blitz will reveal all the selections in the Circa Contest right here on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.